day 79 of 365, the Bible challenge with Abby Joy. Psalm 35 verse 19 to 28. Don't let my treacherous enemies rejoice over my defeat. Don't let those who hate me without cause gloat over my sorrow. They don't talk of peace. They plot against innocent people who mind their own business. They shout, aha, aha, with our own eyes we saw him do it. Oh Lord, you know all about this. Do not stay silent. Do not abandon me now, O Lord. Wake up. Rise to my defence. Take up my case, my God and my Lord. Declare me not guilty, O Lord my God, for you give justice. Don't let my enemies laugh about me in my troubles. Don't let them say, look, we got what we wanted. Now we will eat him alive. May those who rejoice at my troubles be humiliated and disgraced. May those who triumph over me be covered with shame and dishonour. But give great joy to those who came to my defence. Let them continually say, God is great. Great is the Lord who delights in blessing his servant with peace. Then I will proclaim your justice and I will praise you all day long. Luke chapter 3 verse 1 to 22 It was now the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius, the Roman emperor. Pontius Pilate was governor over Judea. Herod Atipas was ruler over Galilee. His brother Philip was ruler over Ituria and Traconitus. Lysanias was ruler over Abielene. Annas and Caiaphas were high priests. At this time, a message from God came to John, son of Zechariah, who was living in the wilderness. Then John went from place to place on both sides of the Jordan River, preaching that people should be baptised to show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God to be forgiven. Isaiah had spoken of John when he said, He is a voice shouting in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord's coming. Clear the road for him. The valleys will be filled. The mountains and hills made level. The curves will be straightened and the rough places made smooth. And then all people will see the salvation sent from God. When the crowds came to John for baptism, he said, You brood of snakes, who warned you to flee the coming wrath? Prove by the way that you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. Don't just say to each other, we're safe for we are descendants of Abraham. That means nothing. For I tell you, God can create children of Abraham from these very stones. Even now, the axe of God's judgment is poised, ready to sever the roots of the trees. Yes, Every tree that does not produce good fruit will be chopped down and thrown into the fire. The crowds asked, What should we do? John replied, If you have two shirts, give one to the poor. If you have food, share it with those who are hungry. Even the corrupt tax collectors came to be baptised and asked, Teacher, what should we do? 
He replied, Collect no more taxes than the government requires. What should we do? asked some soldiers. John replied, Don't extort money or or make false accusations and be content with your pay. Everyone was expecting the Messiah to come soon and they were eager to know whether John might be the Messiah. John answered their question by saying, I baptise you with water, but someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not even worthy to be his slave and untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. John used many such warnings as he announced the good news to the people. John also publicly criticised Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee, for marrying Herodias, his brother's wife, and for many other wrongs he had done. So Herod put John in prison, adding this sin to his many others. One day, when the crowds were being baptised, Jesus himself was baptised. As he was praying, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit in bodily form descended on him like a dove and a voice from heaven said, You are my dearly loved son and you bring me great joy. Numbers chapter 9 verse 15 to chapter 11 verse 3. On the day the tabernacle was set up, the cloud covered it. But from evening until morning, the cloud over the tabernacle looked like a pillar of fire. This was the regular pattern. At night, the cloud that covered the tabernacle had the appearance of fire. Whenever the cloud lifted from over the sacred tent, the people of Israel would break camp and follow it. And wherever the cloud settled the people of Israel would set up camp. In this way they travelled and camped at the Lord's command wherever he told them to go. Then they remained in their camp as long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle. If the cloud remained over the tabernacle for a long time, the Israelites stayed and performed their duty to the Lord. Sometimes the cloud would stay over the tabernacle for only a few days. So the people would stay for only a few days just as the Lord commanded. Then at the Lord's command, they would break camp and move on. Sometimes the cloud stayed only overnight and lifted the next morning. But day or night, when the cloud lifted, the people broke camp and moved on. Whether the cloud stayed above the tabernacle for two days, a month or a year, the people of Israel stayed in camp and did not move on. But as soon as it lifted, they broke camp and moved on. So they camped or travelled at the Lord's command, and they did whatever the Lord told them through Moses. Now the Lord said to Moses, Make two trumpets of hammered silver for calling the community to assemble and for signalling the breaking of camp. When both trumpets are blown, everyone must gather before you at the entrance of the tabernacle. But if only one trumpet is blown, then only the leaders, the heads of the clans of Israel, must present themselves to you. 
When you sound the signal to move on, the tribes camped on the east side of the tabernacle must break camp and move forward. When you sound the signal a second time, the tribes camped on the south south will follow. You must sound short blasts as the signal for moving on. But when you call the people to an assembly, blow the trumpets with a different signal. Only the priests, Aaron's descendants, are allowed to blow the trumpets. This is a permanent law for you to be observed from generation to generation. When you arrive in your own land and go to war against your enemies who attack you, sound the alarm with the trumpets. Then the Lord your God will remember you and rescue you from your enemies. Blow the trumpets in times of gladness too, sounding them at your annual festivals and at the beginning of each month. And blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings and peace offerings. The trumpets will remind your God of his covenant with you. I am the Lord your God. In the second year after the Israelites, after Israel's departure from Egypt, on the twentieth day of the second month, the cloud lifted from the tabernacle of the covenant. So the Israelites, Israelites set out from the wilderness of Sinai and travelled on from place to place until the cloud stopped in the wilderness of Paran. When the people set out for the first time, following the instructions the Lord had given through Moses, Judah's troops led the way. They marched behind their banner and their leader was Nashon, son of Amminadab. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Issachar, led by Nethanel, son of Zuar, and the troops of the tribe of Zebulun, led by Eliab, son of Hilon. Then the tabernacle was taken down, and the Gershonite and Merorite divisions of the Levites were next in line of the march, carrying the tabernacle with them. Reuben's troops went next, marching behind their banner. Their leader was Eliezer, son of Shedir. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Simeon, led by Shelemuel, son of Zurishadai, and the troops of the tribe of Gad, led by Elisaph, son of Duel. Next came the Kohathite division of the Levites, carrying the sacred objects from the tabernacle. Before they arrived at the next camp, the tabernacle would already be set up at its new location. Ephraim's troops went next, marching behind their banner. Their leader was Elishama, son of Amidu, Amihud. (laughs) They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Manasseh, led by Gamaliel, son of Pedazur, and the troops of the tribe of Benjamin, led by Abidan, son of Gideoni. Dan's troops went last, marching behind their banner and serving as the rear guard for all the tribal camps. Their leader was Ahizir, son of Amishadai. They were joined by the troops of the tribe of Asher, led by Pagiel, son of Okran, and the troops of the tribe of Naphtali, led by Ahira, son of Enan. This was the order in which the Israelites marched, division by division. One day, Moses said to his brother-in-law, Hobab, son of Ruel, the Midianite, We are on our way to the place the Lord promised us, for he said, I will give it to you. Come with us and we will treat you well, for the Lord has promised wonderful blessings for Israel. But Hobab replied, No, I will not go. I must return to my own land and my family. Please don't leave us, Moses pleaded. 
You know the places in the wilderness where we should camp. Come, be our guide. If you do, we will share with you all the blessings the Lord gives us. They marched for three days after leaving the mountain of the Lord, when the Ark of the Lord's Covenant moving ahead of them, with the Ark of the Lord's Covenant moving ahead of them to show them where to stop and rest. As they moved on each day, the cloud of the Lord hovered over them, and wherever the Ark set out, Moses would shout, Arise, O Lord, and let your enemies be scattered, let them flee before you. And when the Ark was set down, he would say, Return, O Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. Soon the people began to complain about their hardship, and the Lord heard everything they said. Then the Lord's anger blazed against them, and he sent a fire to rage among them, and he destroyed some of the people in the outskirts of the camp. Then the people screamed to Moses for help, and when he prayed to the Lord, the fire stopped. After that, the area was known as Tabara, which means the place of burning, because fire from the Lord had burned among them there. 